Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Wednesday, March 8th. It is six minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So let's talk about Vivek Ramaswamy. He is the entrepreneur turned... Can you do it again? Vivek Ramaswamy. Good job. I practice. I mean, that's your trained professional. Yeah. A lot of people couldn't get that right once, much less twice. Yeah. Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, pay attention to that name because you're going to be hearing more of it. He's the entrepreneur... <laughs> And then I can't say entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) He's the entrepreneur turned long shot candidate for the Republican presidential nomination. So he was on Fox the other day and he said that a consultant had offered to make him the second place finisher in the CPAC straw poll if he forked over hundreds of thousands of dollars. And we're playing this because today, Casey, is Rob was right day. <laughs> because you may remember, and that's been mm-hmm. the theme each hour. One of yeah. our big stories has been how I was completely correct. Yeah. Remember the other day I told you. you said this. I said, here is how these straw polls often work, whether mm-hmm. it is you're running for president or you're running for Congress. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the at the local county, you know, fish fry or bean dinner or whatever. What the, what they usually the way these work is if you buy a ticket to whatever the event is, one of the selling points is, and you too get to vote mm-hmm. on your favorite candidate for president or your favorite candidate for U.S. House. And what the candidate will then do is go, okay, it's a hundred dollars a ticket. We're gonna buy fifty tickets, and yeah, that's a bit of an expense, but then. The, the, the theory the theory is we're investing money based on we can send out a press release. Maybe the news media will cover it, mm-hmm. county paper, whatever. You know, Joe Smith wins Kosciuszko uh, Re- County Fish Fry Straw Poll. <laughs> and this happens all the time. I and mean, there's nothing illegal about it. It's, a it, you know, you buy a ticket, campaigns buy tickets, they do it. Mm-hmm. And Vivek is trying to make the point that this was happening at... Um, CPAC yeah. because he didn't do very well. Trump won, and it didn't uh, do well. He he didn't even yeah. Well, nothing. I, 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 look, Casey, like not top you three, can be, not even the top five. You, Casey, you can be mean spirited if you want. I'm turning <laughs> over a new leaf and trying to be very positive and nice okay, about everything. Sure, sure. So please don't bring me down. Okay. Um. Anyway, here is his explaining of his terrible performance at CPAC. Is this Trump's CPAC? Yes. Is this Trump's GOP? I think that the America First agenda, the people who are behind America First, are really committed to putting America first. Not Trump first, not Vivek first, it's America first. And what I saw there, I mean, I gave a speech, we got five standing ovations in the middle of the speech. There's also a little funny little secret I learned, Stuart. I'm new to this as an outsider. One of the things you see as an outsider is how corrupt this system is. You know something funny about this? I've attended CPAC before, I didn't know it works this way. A consultant calls my campaign shortly after I declare and says, hey, we can get you up to number two on there if you pay a few hundred thousand dollars really I was shocked you know and, and I mean you know what there's a lot of people who are making money on not only off of me but off of every presidential campaign this will probably be not only the most expensive presidential campaign the one that people in the industry it's politics and industry people make so much money off of this that one of the things I'm gonna be doing throughout this campaign is exposing it because you know what I didn't get to where I am by actually just getting exploited and I think the American people actually deserve to see the sausage getting made did you pay it is so absolutely not I mean that is fake so why, did, why would I want to get 
bumped up to well, number two? I said I would take my speaking. I said I would take my speaking slot instead. And actually, you can people can see that speech on my website, Vivek2024.com. See the speech and see the crowd's reaction. And I think people should be the judge of what's really going on in the grassroots rather than the astroturf that we see in the paid industry of partisan politics. Viv- Okay, so he's doing the grassroots campaign. It's a small dollar contribution, little by little. And he said he took his speaking slot. It got him 1%. I I misspoke. I said he didn't place it all. He did. He got 1%. Yeah, don't you feel bad now? I I feel awful, yes. (laughs) How wrong of me. So Trump obviously finished first. He got 62%, followed by DeSantis. And then there were some others in there, like the Michigan business guy, Perry Johnson. Perry Como. Perry who? Yeah. He must have paid because he got third place. Well, this is and this is my point, right? These the straw polls are a joke. I mean, it, it, it is, um, it, you can totally manipulate them. And again, you're playing within the rules of whatever the, it's not an actual election, Casey. Right. I mean, it's not, it's not that some government endorsed or certified result. It's not the actual right to vote. It's just a thing to get people to buy stuff to go to a thing. Mm-hmm. And he's right. I mean, okay, but let's be realistic. Let's say Vivek had participated in an active fashion and everybody had participated on the same level and it was an actual vote. Mm -hmm. What was he going to get? Two percent instead of one? I mean, nobody knows who this guy is. Not yet. Now, well, you say not yet. Is he prepared? Because he's... People who don't raise money always do that. We're running a grassroots campaign. Mm-hmm. We're running on a shoestring budget because we're not bought by big corporations. Well, right, because they don't have a lot of donors. I mean, he doesn't have the $90 million that DeSantis is sitting on. He, who, he doesn't have Trump money. What is the path without raising a large amount of money, and mm-hmm. by I'm talking large amount of money, hundreds of millions of dollars when you have two absolute gorillas mm-hmm. in the room yeah. in DeSantis and Trump? What is your? This is what I would ask him. If you could get, hook him up, because he's going to give you some spin if you actually asked him. But I would ask this to Nikki Haley. I would ask this to Mike Pence. I would ask this to any of the people not named DeSantis or Trump. What is your actual viable path to the nomination? For him, there probably isn't one. Right. There isn't for anybody not there named may be, Trump or DeSantis. There may be a path for a vice president or a cabinet position. Right. But I this mean, is- somebody like him would probably be really good at... Uh, Treasury, but th- but this is and okay, but this is the problem with the whole thing. He's not telling us he wants to run for you know whatever right. you said. Fill in cabinet you're, position. You're here. telling me you want to be president, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yet you can't give me a viable way by which you become the president, or even the uh, certainly even the nominee to be president. But I know you really want something else, mm-hmm. and the fall is okay. And that I, I don't know. I just think this whole process. I mean, this is. This is why taxpayers should be out of the primary system. The Republicans on all levels should pick their nominees from dog catcher to president. And the Democrats on all levels should pick their nominees from dog catcher to president and spend their own money just like the libertarians do. Mm -hmm. And then we'll have an election at the end of the year. These people like Vivek Mert. Ramaswamy. Nice. I got it right. Yeah. I'm not quite as professional as you, but close. Are using the taxpayer funded system and the fact that they can get ballot access Mm -hmm. to promote themselves. What we are doing as taxpayers, our tax money, if indeed Vivek Ramaswamy 
gets on the ballot in Indiana. <laughs> he has absolutely zero shot to win. He probably, by the time Indiana is on the ballot to vote in May, because we are a state towards the end, won't even be actively campaigning. But yet we will help have, have helped facilitate Him through our tax another money. Book? Exactly. Because that's he is an author. He's got a book out called Woke Inc. Inside Corporate America's Social Justice Scam. The, now I've I've been told that millennials like this guy. Because he's of that generation. Millennials don't vote. Young people don't vote. The millennials supposedly liked Andrew Yang too. How'd he do? Yeah. I I think Vivek has a better chance than Yang did. But he said America is in the midst of a national identity crisis. Do you think that he has people talking about that? I don't think anybody knows who this guy is other than if you are really into, and this is my point. Mm -hmm. The average person does not know who that guy is and will not know who that guy is unless you're really in to talk radio. Or politics. Or politics. Mm -hmm. Because I haven't heard anything from him that you say, Okay, so uh, who was the guy? He passed away a couple years ago. He was the uh, head of Godfather's Pizza. He, uh, 999 was his deal. And that was his famous thing. He was, for a very brief period of time, he was the leader in 20, I believe it was 2012. He ran for president. He he was, uh, he, he passed away from COVID a couple years ago. But for a very brief period of time, and then his campaign kind of got derailed from alleged sexual improprieties and, and some different other things, I, th- I think. But for a very brief period of time, mm-hmm. he was the leader because he had this super creative restructuring of the tax code that was 999. It was big, it, the way they were going to tax people. It was big, it was bold. Everybody remembered when you thought of this guy, mm-hmm. clearly his name has faded from my memory, so it wasn't lasting, but... Herman Cain. Herman Cain, thank you. Yes, Herman Cain. Thank you, Kev. Did you have to look it up or did you just know it? Uh, I had to look that yeah, one up. Yeah, you cheated. Yeah, I was see, that, to help you. That's my point. It didn't last. It didn't last. Right. But for a very brief for a moment, he had a very big idea that people were like, "Yeah, this is great. Yeah, it's going to reform the tax code. Let's go." Not sustainable though. This guy doesn't have that, right? He's yeah. like some up and comer, starter, creative, mm-hmm. energetic guy. And he might be a hell of a nice guy, mm-hmm. but there's nothing so far you would say. When I think of Vivek Ramaswamy, <laughs> I think of. You know, whatever. Fill in the blank. Okay, it's 15 minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Do you want to talk about uh, uh, Mayorkas and what's going on with him? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so uh, why don't we just take a break and then we'll do it. And we've got this, uh, we've got some audio too from Laura Ingram mm-hmm. that is incredible. A pastor in the middle of his service mm-hmm. stopped an armed robbery attempt. All right. That's on the way from 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Trending this hour, Mitch McConnell. He told the nation that Tucker Carlson and Fox News made a big mistake in depicting the Capitol attack on January 6th in the way that they did. Clearly, the chief of the Capitol Police, in my view, correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on January 6th. So that's my reaction to it. Um, It was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance 
with what our chief law enforcement official here at Capitol thinks. Did you notice when he was giving that speech that he had the paper with him? Like he was referring to it. Like, here it is. It's right here. Like anybody could read what was in his hand. These people, McConnell, Mm -hmm. Schumer, Mm -hmm. they genuinely believe that we should totally trust whatever the government tells us. Mm -hmm. Like their core conviction is you should believe this. Not that they don't know things are wrong or that the government lies to us repeatedly. They're the ones doing it, so clearly they know. But they believe that you should absolutely, whatever the government's default position is, that should be your position. And the reason people don't believe the government's position is because we keep seeing evidence to the contrary, Casey. Mm -hmm. The Tucker Carlson, the tapes released by Tucker Carlson, Mm -hmm. defy what that whole committee told us. And the whole committee was a giant scam because people like Jim Banks, who even though he voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 times, we can address that another day, (laughs) would have been very good on that committee because he would have asked hard questions. He served his country in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. Jim Jordan denied the ability to serve in that committee. The only Republicans they picked were never-Trumper lunatic people like Liz Cheney and Adam Kensinger. Mm -hmm. They didn't want the truth. People who would toe the line. They didn't want the truth at all. And the Tucker Carlson tapes are doing way more for the truth than that whole stupid scam committee was doing. The primetime TV special. Also trending this hour, the travel website Five Reasons to Visit has listed the best Italian restaurants in each state. Oh. And they have picked... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. The Zoli's. No, that's not it at all. What? It's a restaurant in Carmel. Now what's your guess? Well, you know I'm not allowed in Carmel. <laughs> okay. It's it's Restaurant Roma. <laughs> it's what? Restaurant Roma. I've never heard of it. Okay. Well, it's uh, you a... You know re- what I have heard reason, of? A recent visit. You know what I have heard of? Fazoli's. Fazoli's. <laughs> yeah. 22 after 11. What about the Olive Garden? Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on the unlimited breadsticks. How is Restaurante Romarino going to beat unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks? Isn't that the best? The soup, salad, breadsticks. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're getting me hungry. 22 (laughs) minutes after 11. And let's talk about this uh, segment with Laura Ingram. Yeah, I love this. Uh, This was this pastor in Missouri. Yes. He was a former cop. Yeah. He had, there were three men that came in. Yeah, I think it was three. He noticed they had guns. He was, yes. He's So he's doing his, we'll play the audio. So we're going to, the way we're going to do this is you're going to hear a little bit of audio from the sermon where he starts addressing these guys. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to hear Laura Ingram with a little narration because this was, he was on the Laura Ingram show. And then some more of the uh, back and forth in the church. And so these guys come in, he becomes aware this pastor does, Hey, these guys are going to probably rob the place. Mm -hmm. And so instead of freaking out or panicking or whatever, he just addresses them directly and they start praying for these guys. It is such a moving thing. And it is such an incredible example of the power of the Holy spirit. Uh, I think everybody is totally going to enjoy this. Then the pastor approached the men. Since y'all here, I just saw the church and decided to come talk to me. Well, let's praise God for them coming. I said, praise God that God sent them in here. Now, the pastor wanted to keep his congregation calm, but at the same time, he wanted the men to know he was on to them. 
don't you play with me. I still got a cop anointing and I still know what's going on and I still know what's about to happen. God's about to change the plot of the enemy. Lift your voice and shout unto God for what he's about to do. Now what happened next is stunning. Will you guys permit me to pray for y'all? Can I pray for y'all? You, do you mind if I pray for you? Do you mind if I pray for you? Can I pray for you? Twin, can I pray for you? They said I can pray for him. Come on, brothers, pray for him. Pray under the unction of the Holy Ghost. Bowing their heads in silence, the gunmen sat as the entire congregation sang and yes, prayed. See, that wasn't so bad, brothers. Thank y'all for letting us pray for you. And we're thankful that for whatever reason, the Lord let y'all come here. I just believe that you all will never be the same again. on if you believe they'll never be the same again clap your hands and give god praise that's awesome mm-hmm. i love that they came in to cause trouble yeah and instead they were saved yeah that's i just i think that is outstanding that give that guy a, a gold medal or mm-hmm. a, the highest possible award the state has to offer that's that's awesome and that's uh, we need more of that he was on to them right away oh too. yeah because it was just three random men who came in. They weren't kneeling. They weren't praying. They were just sitting in the pew. Yeah. And so he... He's, and he went right at him. Right. He went right over to him. He wasn't afraid. Yeah, he didn't He didn't cower or go to the back or he's like telling people to call 911. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, we're in God's house. Mm-hmm. God is going to take care of this. Right. And I am... If today's my day, then today's my day, but I don't think today's my day. And what a great result. That's awesome. Yeah. 1126 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. You It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So extra border patrol agents have been transferred, not to the Mexican border. Oh. No, up north, U.S.-Canada border. Apparently, there's a lot of migrants, many from Mexico, but Mm -hmm. they're crossing on a northern route now. 25 extra agents have been assigned up there. And uh, recently, the Homeland Security Secretary, he's still not calling it a crisis, Rob. Well, before we got this audio of Mayorkas, I mean, he is just completely ridiculous that it is this guy's job to solve the southern border, and he won't admit what's even going on. I want to talk about these these people who were attacked in Mexico, mm-hmm. because obviously that's been a big story, and I think two of the people ended up passing away. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This is why, you know, we always laugh about, I will not leave the country. This is why. Yeah. When you are out of the country, you are oftentimes no longer in control of your own destiny, yeah. right? I mean, especially in a place, because it really does underscore the violence that is taking place in this country. And you, earlier, Casey, when we were talking about this, had pulled up a map Mm -hmm. of the United States. There's a website that has a map that shows where the cartels, they're everywhere. The cartels are everywhere in this country. In this country? Yes. Not in Mexico, in the United States. But they're coming from there, Mm -hmm. right? That is their base. Their home home footprint is there. Mm -hmm. It is so dangerous and violent in that country, and yet we have no interest in our own, our own government has no interest in solving this issue. Whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, libertarian, independent, apathetic, whatever, you should want and have a vested interest 
in knowing who's coming and going out of this country. Mm -hmm. How much of that do you put on the people who went to Mexico? I mean, it was a level four. where it say, do not travel to this place, and yet they still went. Well, sure, those people are ridiculous, and that's why when we talk about this all the time, I will not leave the country. I have too big of a mouth, and I say too much stuff, and I post too many things that I need the right to an attorney and free speech at all times, okay? <laughs> and if I were going to go somewhere where I, where I didn't necessarily have those things, yeah. I would just assume it was not going to end well for me. Mexico mm-hmm. is an incredibly dangerous place. I'm amazed the people that go there. I know not every part of Mexico is dangerous, but there's a good chance you got to go somewhere dangerous to get to somewhere undangerous. And even if you don't, mm-hmm. there don't seem to be a lot of rules and regulations going on. And it seems like something could become dangerous at any given time. Well, and it, the cartels are running everything. The government's really not in charge right. there. And it's generational. It's been happening for so long. And the Biden administration... You know, this is a self-inflicted wound. But it's not a self-inflicted wound if this is what you actually want. And the only way for this to be happening at the level it is and for you to not do anything about it Mm -hmm. is if you actually want this. We know the Democrats are invested in illegal immigration. They're invested in illegal immigration because they believe it will be another generation, not this generation necessarily, but a future generation of what they believe will be reliable Democrat voters beholden on government services. Mm-hmm. They want this to be happening. Now, they may not necessarily want all the violence because that's bad publicity, but they want the mass illegal immigration of which any reasonable, rational person would say, if we have a mass illegal immigration problem, which we do, there's going to be a slew of violent people as a part of that. Mm-hmm. And they're all coming into this country and it's costing us, American taxpayers, hundreds of millions of dollars and also our safety. So so Mayorkas, Alejandro Mayorkas, he's the DHS secretary was asked about this and he will not call he refuses to call Mm -hmm. millions of illegal immigrants crossing our southern border year in and year out a crisis many of your opponents call it a border crisis do you consider it a crisis in the biden administration christian the 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 issues that we have are extraordinarily diverse you know i spoke about extreme weather events i spoke about cybersecurity. you and i have now exchanged about the threat of adverse nation states uh, that seek to infringe on our and other countries sovereignty you know 20 years ago when our department was created it was the foreign terrorists we now have the challenge of a domestic violent extremists. When we speak about the border, we have to put it in context that this is not a challenge, and it is indeed a challenge, not a challenge exclusive to the United States. You know, Chile uh, just deployed its military to its border. Colombia has 2.5 million Venezuelans within its borders. Costa Rica's population is increasingly Nicaraguan. We are seeing a movement of people throughout the hemisphere and, quite frankly, throughout the world that is historic. And why is that? They're coming here because they know you're not going to do anything about it. Right. And, okay, so... I I almost want Kevin to play the audio from the guy from uh, Britain, the the PM over there, where he was he was saying, if you come to Britain, if you come to England, we're going to put you back on that boat and send you back yeah, where you came from. Let's do let's do this. This is the see the former is the current prime minister of former Britain. Yeah, last uh, year. Yeah, Kev, it, it's down in the extras down there. Um, 
if you have that, I'd like to play. Okay, we have this. So compare and contrast what you just heard there and the data mm -hmm. on people coming into this country illegally to how this guy in Britain mm -hmm. proposed dealing with it. Yeah. We will detain those who come here illegally and then remove them in weeks, either to their own country if it is safe to do so, or to a safe third country like Rwanda. Mm -hmm. And once you are removed, you will be banned, as you are in America and Australia, from ever re-entering our country. No, but no, and, and, and just clarification, that's Rishi Sanuk. He is the current prime minister of Britain. He was appointed last year. So he's saying if you come here illegally, you will be detained, removed, banned, and sent back. Yeah, that's, that's which is the way it should be. And that's not what we hear no. from our guy. Republicans but, are raising concerns about Mayorkas. Some have even introduced articles of impeachment. It should not be a political thing to say countries have borders. There are laws to enter a country lawfully and legally. There are much more stringent laws even on top of that to become a United States citizen. And you have to follow those laws out of respect to other people who have followed those laws in order to be a part of this country. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make you a racist or a bigot or a, a whatever phobe. That makes you somebody who goes, dude, this is how countries exist, mm -hmm. and it exists peacefully and safely. I wanted to update you on something really quick. Flashback. Do you remember <laughs> Nina Jankowitz? Who? The disinformation czar. Oh, yeah. Remember that singing, had a little eye? That's right, and then she got lady. exposed and then got flushed out. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, she was subpoenaed on Monday, Oh. and she's scheduled for a deposition on April 1st. Ah. Uh. A little update on her. Mm -hmm. It's 11.38 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So let's talk about this chat GPT. It's the chat bot yeah. equipped with generative artificial intelligence. Uh -huh. And Have you used this yet? I've used it to write an article once for WIBC.com just to so see. You're, so you're stealing from our employer. Well, I want no. The article was about using. Oh, I thought you were having chat the chatbot write the thing. I mean, they're paying you, and you're using the chatbot to write the article But it was to show how oh, students in school sure. can use this uh -huh. and, and yeah. just the ease of use. So this is some website mm -hmm. you go to, yeah. and you ask it questions, mm -hmm. and it'll answer the questions for you. Yeah. You can say, write an article uh -huh. or write whatever. Sure. I, I had to write a song. Sounds incredibly dangerous. Yeah. And now, realtors are having it write their listings. Uh-huh. And also their social media posts. And also calculate mortgage payments. So the article- That doesn't sound great. Well, so the Financial Times had, had the article, and in the, basically the crux of this article is, in a certain period of time, will artificial intelligence mm -hmm. largely make the real estate agent an obsolete yeah. thing? Because let's face it, in many ways, technology has decreased that role if, by which people can view things on websites or whatever. Now, obviously, mm -hmm. we love our great friend Mark Deedle. He does a phenomenal job selling homes, uh, the realtor that we talk about on this show. And there will always be things that a good realtor can do for you that you cannot do for yourself. Mm -hmm. But it is interesting how throughout wide swaths of our economy, like when you go into McDonald's, you now order and pay or can pay without ever talking to a person. Mm -hmm. A little kiosk. When you leave the grocery store 
Self-checkout. Self-checkout. Mm-hmm. And every year, it seems like more and more parts of our economy mm-hmm. go from human-maintained or dominated to non-human-maintained mm-hmm. or dominated. And eventually, I wonder, where where are all the jobs going to come from? Yeah, the copywriter will be a thing of the yes. past. Yeah, Because Absolutely. there's no need when you've got something like Absolutely. Chat GPT, automation, spurred job loss. You've got privacy violations, deep fakes. That's a big one that will happen with this. Like, how do you know? Was it written by a human or not? I think we've talked about this before. I maintain that technology has gone way further in many areas than for human necessity. Like technology in the medical profession, you say it's ever evolving, ever improving. And in many ways, that's a good thing because Mm -hmm. it is sustaining and enhancing long-term livability, quality of life, whatever. But many things like this, once the genie is out of the bottle, Mm -hmm. there's no way to put it back in. And technology has eclipsed the need for technology. We have technology in fields where there's generally not a need for it. And once you have the technology, well, then people aren't going to get out of having the technology. So as a creative person, I think that this chat GPT is hard to accept because if you make or produce anything, it takes away from the human touch, right? But if you are a manager or a business person, a business owner, well, this cuts personnel cost, plus it's reliable. So... There's kind of, that's the yin and the yang of it. It's good and bad. Yeah. It's, uh, well, I'm just if thankful. used properly. Well, and Casey, <laughs> I think we are both, I mean, Whitler, we have seen in this industry, right? Right. How much has. Automation. Changed mm-hmm. radio, right? Yeah. I mean, it was a one, once, once upon a time, radio was not only a high, highly desirable field, it was a very well-paying field mm-hmm. because you had to have a, a certain group of skill sets in order to do the things and people were well compensated. Automation, mm-hmm. now automation can't do what we do. No. But automation can run radio stations that don't require daily live different programming. Sure, music stations. And one of the interesting things about technology, and I, and I will say this as someone who owned a radio station, one of the things that became very difficult to get, especially outside of a major metropolitan city, because automation now dominates so much of what radio does are radio engineers. Mm-hmm. Fewer and fewer people are entering the radio profession because there is less and less of a need for them. However, when you need one, mm-hmm. it is a gigantic problem. Now, if you are a radio station in Indianapolis, Indiana, not that big of a deal because there will always be people who can float or whatever who are into this. It's a major metropolitan city area. People can get there. It's close. You'll probably always be okay. But like where I owned my radio station, which was a rural part of North Carolina, it was almost impossible. Mm -hmm. I had a buddy who was an engineer who did about 95% of the stuff for us. And I was damn lucky to have him because if I didn't have him, Mm -hmm. I'd have probably been completely screwed and so th- my point on all this is not to get radio specific, but technology, once you phase people out of an industry. It's hard to get them back in. Yeah. If you need the technology fixed, mm-hmm. the people do not exist to fix the technology because they've gone into something else. Right. They don't know how. Well, that's it's so true, Rob, because the, the automation, when it first happened with radio, it was, oh, this is going to kill the disc jockey. 
I mean, that's where the name disc jockey comes from. They are jocking the disc. Yes. Okay, well, that turned into MP3. And so then that turned into automation. So there's fewer disc jockeys yes. around. Yes. But as a manager or a, the, the owner of the radio station, well, you're cutting your personnel cost and it's reliable. Yeah. Because you're not going to have, you know, Tony Valentine who does Saturday nights. Yeah. Calling in sick. Well, just flip the switch and it's automated. You don't need him anymore. You know, the Buggles said it best. Video killed the radio yes, star. Yes, you are. A radio star, R, 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 R. 11.45, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. When we come back, I have Mm -hmm. a very interesting social media etiquette question for you. Okay. Because something really has been on my mind about social media, and I think it would be a great way to clean up social media, (laughs) and I want to get your take on it. All right, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Ten minutes in front of 12, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Oh, Casey. Okay, Casey, I discovered a problem yesterday. Well, it's been a problem for a while, and it just dawned on me that it was a problem, and then it got me thinking about another problem. (laughs) But then I thought if we could answer this, it might really solve a lot of the cesspool that is social media. Okay, so on Facebook, a thing that really angers me, Mm -hmm. I don't know, angers is not the right word, frustrates me, is when people change their name. Yeah. Like your name, and I'm just pulling out names, your name is Fran Johnson. Okay. Okay. And I know you, you are my friend on Facebook, because it is primarily women who will do this as Fran Johnson. And then all of a sudden, your name is now Fran Aaron. Okay. And I'm like, who the hell is Fran Aaron? Because unless I know someone really well, I don't know what their middle name is. Yeah. And women do this thing where they take their real name and then they make their name their name and their middle name. And if it's a common name, like Fran would be not at all that common of a name. But if your name was, say, Jessica Aaron, mm-hmm. well, Jessica's a common name. Mm-hmm. I do not like this because I cannot keep track of who people are when they change their name. And then it got me thinking, though, how big a problem the people who don't use their name are. Usually the crap starters and the cesspool people are oftentimes on social media like Twitter, Uh anonymous people. Yeah. What if we just required everyone to use their real to full use name. their actual name at all times? Okay, well here's one thing, Fran. Are we calling her Fran or Jessica? Whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. I'm just making up names. Is is Fran going through a divorce? Because I've seen a lot of that happening, where women who are divorcing will change. They'll they'll go to their middle name. But that's not Fran's name. Fran's, well, Fran, well, Fran, it's not her full name. But if Fran wants to change her last name to whatever her actual last name is, mm-hmm. if she wants to ping pong back to her maiden name or mm-hmm. her new married name, right. great. But Maybe I need to know. It's a placeholder. Right. Until it's officially. No, 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 no. These people stay on the middle, the first name and the middle name forever. Mm-hmm. And I can't keep track of who anyone is. But if, wouldn't it really clean up social media? Like, I bring the heat on social media every day. And but you've if, got your name. But I do it as at Robin Kendall on right. Twitter. Everybody right. knows I own everything I say. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Bam. Yeah. You know, like it, hate it, bring the heat, fight with me. 
It's Rob Kendall. So you don't like the alias on social media? I think everybody, I think a lot of people would not be near as tough a keyboard warriors as they are. Oh, I agree. If they had to, here is my name. Uh Uh-huh. I don't think I'm changing on this, you got to provide a driver's license thing or something to be on social media. <laughs> and blood type and mother's Hey, look, here's the deal. You don't have to be on the social media, uh-huh. but it would clean it up a lot. Would it not? Yeah. Oh. If everybody had to just use their actual name and photo, you can't be an avatar. Right. You can't be a, a, a cartoon figure. Right. You got to have a legitimate photo mm-hmm. and a legitimate verified Name. Okay. No, I agree. But how are people going to troll you and be mean to you if they have to use their real name? Like you said, they're not going to. Well, I'll know who, who really wants to they earn don't it. Have that gumption. We'll know who really wants to earn it. I'll probably, Casey, I will probably they don't appreciate have that kind of moxie. I Rob. will appreciate those people even more because they'll be doing it as mm-hmm. real human beings. It'll mean more to me. If people who hate me under their real name, mm-hmm. it would mean so much more to me <laughs> if to you know knew people are owning Yes. Now, I asked you about that once, and you said that you don't engage with people who don't use I don't, their real name. But they'd give me more people to engage with. Right. Because I don't think some people could resist it. Because a lot of people flamethrow you. Yeah, and no, no, I, I, don't engage, I, I don't engage in anonymous people. Right. But I was thinking it would give me more people to engage with because mm-hmm. some people just would not be able to help themselves. <laughs> and it would really clean up this problem of me not knowing who the hell like half of my Facebook air quote friends are mm-hmm. because they keep changing their names and going to a middle name and that didn't do anything well, for can me. can you identify them by their picture? No, because I don't know. I, Casey, I've told you how I generally do the Facebook thing. I have the full amount of friends mm-hmm. and then I have like 3,000 people in the queue so I can't keep track of these people you can only have a certain amount of friends so I have a cap so when someone drops off every so often I'll just go in and whoever the next person is uh-huh. you're on until you get booted you're just so popular Rob well it's Kendall. terrible it's a very 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 hard life I have over here <laughs> use your real name thank you Rob thank you Kevin and thank you for listening today we're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC